Hello, Heather Carter. How are things hey. in your world today? Oh, they're good. They're good. Another chance back to sit back down. Back you again. Back again to have a word with you. Can I have a word with you? This has got to be, I don't know, we've done 15, 16, 17 of these so far. And I know. it's just been such a joy to continue the conversations. And, you know, we don't polish this. We don't edit it. We don't bumper music it. We don't have a bunch of graphics in and out. We just try to have a conversation and break down some words and some thoughts and what do they mean and, you know, get from our, our head to our heart. And then, then we try to say, well, what can we do? What can we do to maybe take this phrase or take this word and apply it to our lives to, to grow, to, you know, mend some things, maybe to expand and get into areas that maybe we've been struggling. And, and life is that life is a journey with its speed bumps and roadblocks and stepping stones and stumbling blocks. And um, that's one thing I really enjoy about this, this time that we have together. And, and I really appreciate that. I just want you to know that we don't really get to say that, but I really appreciate you and, conversations that we have yeah me too you know we've done about enough podcasts that i probably should circle back and listen to the ones from the beginning because that's what i do about my book i occasionally not occasionally pretty regularly i have to go back and read my own book and i'm always thinking oh my gosh that's such a good idea <laughs> and i realize oh man I got some work to do because I can't even remember what I wrote about enough to apply it most of the time. So like, I think we've done enough where I could, I'd probably go back and listen to that first one. I'd be thinking, wow, that's so amazing. What a good, that's a great idea. We should idea. do what they're talking about. Maybe I should try to apply it in my life. I should try that. <laughs> Doesn't take long when they say like leadership leaks, things leak, you know, things yeah. leak out of our heads. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta rehearse and re-rehearse and, Listen again and again. It is a journey. And the thing I love about that word is that the J and the O and the Y are in the word. I think, mm -hmm. you know, we find joy in it and through the struggle. I mean, if we if we realize that what is going on, whether it's a, you know, a setback or if it's something that we're not excited about. Um, yeah. You know, I don't mean to be all everything's rosy, but is there something on the back end of that? that we can use to either not let that happen again, not put us in ourselves in that situation. We learn from it. It is something that really made us grow. But I think most importantly to me, it's been, it's proven this into my life. And is that is it goes into the cookie jar. And at some point I'm able to pull it out and possibly share it with someone else, either to help them not go through it. Or if they are just to be able to relate in some way, not say, I got it, I've been there, I know how you feel. The worst words you'd ever want to probably say sometimes, but just building a, a framework of understanding um, is why I think a lot of the things in our lives um, occur to, to help us be the person that God intends us to be. He needs us to grow and stretch and learn certain things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, last week we talked about self and we kind of talked about the, the downside of self, right? Um, self-doubt, self-limits, you know, a, a self-assessment where we, we tend to find that the downside and the, the things that aren't going well, we talked about comparison and we wanted to take this time this week and say, wait a minute, let's look at some other aspects of self, you know, and the first way we did it, I wrote self as seeing everything less than fantastic, S-E-L-F. And today let's spend a little time saying, well, what if we look at self and say seeking enjoyment living faithfully so 
as we go through things in life, what can we do to enjoy and to uplift and to grow? And also in our world, how can we use that to become more faithful, to become a stronger person in our walk? So, you know, we had the self and then the, the, the syllables after that. There's several, right? So why don't you take a couple that I know you've been thinking about that might take us to the improvement, the growth, you know, the, the awareness. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when I was thinking through this, actually, the more we do this subject of self, you know, think of all the words at, that you can attach to that, to have, man, such a great podcast, you know, it's self acceptance and self pity and self talk. That was when I, I just thought of too, is the self talk. So, um, in thinking through all that, uh, one of the main things that kind of comes to my mind that kind of is overarching for all those topics is um, self-care. Mm. Because for self-care, we have, you know, our physical selves, we have emotional, mental selves, our spiritual selves. Um, so those kinds of things are all important to um, just Put, bring our whole selves together, I guess. Like you can't have a self without those components, at least uh, I guess a healthy self without those components. So I just thought we'd kind of unpack some of those areas, you know, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. What do you, what do you, th love that. Let's do that. What, what do you think cause us to get away from self-care and the assumption there is that that was something maybe we did pay attention to. Mm -hmm. so let me back off of that for a second. If that hasn't been something we've ever thought about, yeah. that would be the other question. What gets us away from that? And in what ways can we talk a little bit about why that's important? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I ha in my life has caused me, the things that caused me to neglect myself specifically um maybe health or just basic self-care like eating a meal sitting down you know a lot of that comes from having children where you're just kind of a you know short order cook and throwing out mac and cheese and chicken nuggets on the breakfast bar uh listening to you know i think i was probably you know when my kids all got out of uh, got into school, I realized I didn't know any music out there because all I listened to was kids music in the car. And I, you, I couldn't have told you what bands were out there. So I neglected those parts of myself too. You sometimes lose touch with who you are when you have, uh, when you put other people ahead of yourself in a way that, you know, obviously we're not supposed to be selfish, but at the same time, it's okay. I, I think I believe for a while the lie that um, taking care of my family meant sacrificing myself and sacrificing what I like to do or sacrificing my figuring out my own music style. Mm -hmm. um, and then later in my life, I think with some um, family, the family disease of addiction often creates a codependency on taking care of other people, trying to over care where you're not invited oftentimes mm -hmm. and neglecting to care for yourself so those are a couple things i think that probably a lot of people 
um, mm -hmm. get distracted from themselves and taking care of their basic needs. And yeah, so I'm thinking through that in situations, you know, raised two daughters and, and, you know, my wife and I are, we've been thinking about that. We've 25 years have been, had really been other, other focused. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what has crept into my mind during that period has been, well, because I'm taking care of them, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm providing for them or I'm working hard to, you know, provide the things that, you know, they want to enjoy in their life, whether it's a sport or learn an instrument or, you know, mm -hmm. take a private lesson at something or in school, then that's okay because I'm, I'm, I'm being taken care of because I'm taking care of them. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was that, you know, the burnout, sometimes the resentment, right? Like, mm -hmm. wait a minute, no, I, that, that X, that those soccer shoes cost, and then you compare it to something and, and you do it, but there's also that you're letting that go. And then that can bring up some of the things we talked about the last time was, you know, not self-pity, but you're, 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 you're angry about it because you feel like you should be able to, but you didn't, and you didn't take care of yourself. And not that it's a thing, but it's time, it's energy, it's, it's, it's catching a little moment, calm, C-A-L-M. It's taking the moment to es escape and recharge mm -hmm. yourself, re pour into yourself because we need to do that. Yeah. So we, I think we say that we know it to be true, but we don't always live like it is. We don't follow through with the self care that we need, um, you know, for moms, if you need, I mean, it's the old adage of putting the oxygen mask on yourself first so that you can take care of everyone else. You know, a lot of times we forget to put that oxygen mask on at all. And we're just out of breath. We're yeah. running around taking care of everybody else. And we we neglect our spiritual, emotional, physical health to the point of harming ourselves. You know, you have moms who I have. I heard of a woman um, in my acquaintances that just, you know, she was in the car or she was home and she heard her husband come home. And as soon as she got in her car, as soon as he opened the garage door and it got all the way up, she just backed out and then never came back because she just had had it. She'd been neglecting herself and her needs and things for so long that she just couldn't do it anymore. And you have a lot of that, I think, happens because people just you can only go so long without having those uh, paying attention to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you start? I mean, so you're at, you're at the end, you're at the end of your rope. I'm at the end of myself, as we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. um, what are some, what are some ways you think we can start? I've had to do it. I've got a couple of ideas, but I, I'd love to hear from your perspective. How do you, how do you get on that train? You know, it's running so fast. How do you get yourself back on the, I'm going to pay attention to myself because yeah. it's important. Well, I think it depends on how, how sick you are with this disease of, codependency and feeling like you're only valuable if you're taking care of everybody else. Um, you know, some, for some people it might be going to, a, a 12 step kind of group, you know, for a codependency or Al-Anon or those kinds of things. That's what those help with. Right. Um, but sometimes it's just a matter of stepping back and, um, setting boundaries with other people and saying, you know, I need to do, I need to do this for me. And then even if you don't feel, I think sometimes I don't, we don't take care of ourselves because we feel like we're not worthy of it or we don't deserve it. We haven't earned it. And so, you know, even I was reading something that said, you know, even 
making yourself a dentist appointment. People go sometimes a long time without getting their hair done or going to the dentist because they don't, they're just too busy with their children. They're not taking care of themselves. And if you just make an appointment and show up, it doesn't matter if you feel like you deserve it or not. You act as if you do and you just show up and you get your teeth cleaned and then you feel better. You've done something to take care of yourself. So sometimes it's a matter of just acting as if you actually deserve to pay attention to the needs that you have. Yeah. Little steps. Mm -hmm. One thing. Yeah. It might be a dentist appointment. Maybe that's the only thing you can do today. But eventually you start realizing, oh, I kind of like jazz music. Who knew? <laughs> you know, you, you start looking into spending some time thinking about things that you might be interested in that do not, that are not defined by your children or their activities or your husband or his job. Yeah. I will, I will say that just from a uh, external perspective, I much more enjoy the company of someone who has, who takes a little bit of that step. I'm not talking about the, you know, it has to be the you know person in the gym for four hours a day and totally self, mm -hmm. just, you know, I started walking and you know, what's been fun about that is, you know, I'm seeing the leaves change or I'm seeing the bird, you know, and I'm walking 10 minutes a day and I've done it for a couple of weeks. And, you know, now I'm up to, to 30 minutes, three times a week. And I see joy in that conversation. And, and it is taking a little bit of an incremental step. I love, that's one of my favorite words is incremental because mm -hmm. in the middle, at the end of it is the word mental. And it, it means a conscious decision, like you were saying, to make that dentist appointment, to, to say, I am going to, I am going to walk. I, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to read. I, I wanted to read this book. It's going to take me six months to read it. But if I read three pages a day, every day, you know, that's, it's a 300 page book, you know, boom, I, I, I've got it or mm -hmm. making and keeping small promises to ourselves not to escape from, i mean maybe there is some resentment maybe there is some i've been you know i've just got to get away but i think for, for at least for me when i haven't been paying attention to myself on things mm -hmm. when i've incrementally stepped in to do something whether it's i'm going to take care of a little bit of my fitness so maybe i'll do five push-ups or maybe i'll I'll, I'll not have those chips tonight, or it's just a little thing that you create a, a pattern towards doing that gives you a little bit of that. I do matter a little bit of, I am, I am taking control. I think a lot of that has to do with lack of feeling you have control mm -hmm. in that down self side. So the up self side to me is kind of incrementally move into finding five minutes it could just be breathing mm -hmm. and allowing yourself that time because over time you're a better person around others when you are comfortable around who you're becoming. Not who, not who you are, what you've made it, and you're at the summit. Because I don't mm -hmm. think that you, you've got it. I think we've got to enjoy it and learn to celebrate it in the process and look how far you've come. Mm -hmm. look how give yourself reflect back and look how far you've come even if it's you know 15 minutes of something for yourself three times a week mm -hmm. um and i agree the other things whether it's abusive or addictive or codependent or those are things that that i don't treat and i you know i you know professional needs to do those kind of things but if it's if it's merely kind of getting back on track or or not on track but, but changing the direction 
Um, mm -hmm. I think little moves are, are key to mm -hmm. get and then just refuse to not do them. Right. Yeah. Taking care of yourself is, it is, it's very, it's important and it has, you know, it's good for your family and for your friends to see that you do things, um, that you enjoy or that are good for yourself. You know, they don't, it's interesting because you, so much of the time, I think we think we're sacrificing for them and they should be appreciative for all these sacrifices we're making. Um, but when they, when we see our parents or people doing things that they enjoy, there's a, um, a level of respect that we have for them and we don't feel neglected by them. We feel proud of them. And, you know, I'm so glad that you did that because you enjoy it. They don't want to be responsible for your happiness. You know, they, that's too much pressure for your family. If your whole identity is wrapped up in serving them, that's a lot of pressure for your family. And it doesn't feel loving. It feels, I don't know. I, I think they feel guilty because they're distracting you from taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, found, you think about it, you know, what are you proud of? Let me, if you step back there, there's things that, that, that I remember I was proud of my parents for doing while they did take care of ourselves. My dad loved music and he was committed to listening and playing. You know, my mom loved to sew and she did that. She'd go in and she'd make her own clothes. And while she was making sure we had sandwiches and right. I mean, it was, it yeah, was you really can't just be like, Oh, I'm going out and doing my, this league every single night and neglecting your family. Obviously we're not saying that, but I think, in our culture, it, we are more apt to be not taking good care of ourselves than to than the opposite. You know, the other thing before we get finished up here, I was we were going to talk about the idea of just taking care of our spiritual health, which I believe and I know you believe is paramount to any kind of self, in, you know, awareness and acceptance and identity and all that. Um, and so I know for me, and I know you do this also, is that we make a point to try to get up in the morning and first thing, give some time to prayer, meditation and reading and hearing from God. And not because there's a magic thing about that time, uh, because I know I used to get up and do that. And then I would be like, all right, did that. It was just a task to check off. And then I just move along with my day without God. So I think the spiritual healthiness comes from when we wake up with him and then we take him as nourishment throughout the day. It's yeah. not just a mid a little snack and a breakfast time, you know, it's the nourishment you need for your entire day. Yeah, I um I I totally agree that and in some folks it, it, wherever they are, I would say one way to start is to, to write down three things each morning for which you are grateful. And it could be, I landed on my two feet. It, it could be, um, the smell of fresh coffee, something that you have a gratitude feeling for in your heart. Uh, that's how I kind of started. What are the five things I'm grateful for? And that really helped me. Um, it's grown an awful lot to a, a men's group I'm in. And we, we, I think surrounding yourself or finding some people that, you, you don't have to always agree with, but you can align with from a, um, this is important for me to do. And then you 
yourself accountable. Um, whether it's, you know, how you approach your spirituality, um, I'd say own it. I'd say, I'd say if that's something that was important at some point in your time life, and maybe there's been something that's challenged you or struggled, I would say likely it has been because of an environment. Uh, someone asked me once, when has God ever let you down, Bruce? And like, he goes, I'm glad you paused and thought about it. And I said, I said, never. Now, does that mean I always got everything I wanted? Does that mean, no, and that's not what this was about. It was about having peace. It was about finding a comfort that I was not by myself. And there's a, there is something bigger than me that, that does have a control. My world has plan is, is preparing me if I stay on that walk. And that's been something that has really helped me because the day can really get away from you and the day can really beat the daylights out of you. And I've found that, that, that checking in in the morning for me, for me, it's about an hour, um, is something that doesn't make it perfect. Right. But it does give me a strength. It gives me, it gives me self-confidence that I don't have to figure it all out. Like we talked last week by myself and whatever I'm going through, I know this is kind of cliche ish. I know that I'm growing through that mm-hmm. because every, then, then I get an opportunity as I plug into being aware. We talked about it last night in my men's group thing. It's like when you buy a red car, that's all you see is red cars. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you, if you reach out with a, with a, a self doubt or self limit, you're going to find ways to self limit and self doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. If you look at ways for self growth, uh, looking to develop your self-confidence, which is just making that promise to yourself and keeping it for the day. I make another one tomorrow. I'm going to mm-hmm. drink five glasses of water today. I just check them off the calendar. There's four, three, two, one. Then you've mm-hmm. hydrated for the day. I mean, that's that's a little bit. And I know we're going from faith to behavior to health to other things, but I do believe that it's 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 it's, it's saying that you are worthy, doing something that helps you, whatever that is. Got got to. Read that up on it. What do you think you need? And then committing to the commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you touched on something that is interesting is that in order to take care of ourselves, especially emotionally and uh, relationally or, you know, in those kinds of environments is that we need other people. So it is about you. But in order to take one of the ways to take care of yourself is to invite other people into your life to help you see things that you might not see in yourself. I, I love the phrase, um, a sick mind can't heal a sick mind. You know, sometimes we get sick in self and we can't, we can't reason it out with ourselves. We we're we're too worked up. We're too anxious. We're, we have too many triggers, whatever it is. And we need other people available for when those things happen. So we yeah. can bounce, bounce it off of them and have them get us back in perspective, get things back in perspective. Yeah. Serving others is a really good way. This is really a slippery slope because we're kind of talking yeah. about taking care of others. But, but like you said, find, finding that person that can help you will, I believe, also help you become someone that can then be there in the right way. Because you're not trying to fix it, yeah. although us guys love to do that. Yeah, not codependently, but yeah. just as a servant and as a friend. And yeah, a friend of mine called it once: not listening to agree, 
not listening to respond, but listening to understand. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so I just remember this with, with, um, when, when our youngest daughter was a teenager, she was playing very high competitive levels of soccer and there would be sleepovers in, you know, ninth and 10th grade a Friday night. Well, daddy, I'm going to sleep over at so-and-so's tonight. That's the plan to doing this, doing that. And I'd said, well, you know, I'd really want to as well. Cause that sounds like it's really fun, but we're leaving at six o'clock in the morning because you've got to be at the soccer fields by seven thirty for the nine o'clock game or whatever that is. And so, you know, you, you, you listen to, to understand, and then you got, maybe you can guide mm-hmm. and that can build self-confidence too, because someone will say, if you're listening and trying to really develop a skill to assist, folks are going to thank you for the way you came to them. Right. Like you say, I'll go first. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me listen first. Let me let me help you say it's okay to to, to just tell me what's going on. I'm not gonna. There's no answer. Mm-hmm. I'm just just pretend like you're talking out loud, and I'm just sitting here. Yeah. And there's so to, many paradoxes to it, you know. To help in order to help yourself, you have to help others, and that helps yourself. Yeah. It's you feel like it all makes sense, but again, I I, I feel like I'm talking in circles, but it it all. <laughs> circles back around, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the center of our life, you know, it is for, for me, it's faith and it's heart. It's heart. It has to become, I mean, it's a growth thing. I'm not saying I am always that way because I'm not, but I mean, if I can think from the heart, um, then, then what goes on in my mind kind of filters some things, not out, but maybe says that's a choice. We're not, I'm not going to try to, I'm trying not to make that choice. Um, and self-care is a big part of that, mm-hmm. you know, being rested. Um, there's, oh, man. There's we can talk about, you know, we need to do when I was telling you on rest. Yeah, that, that's a big necessary topic, at least for me. So I need your help. So we'll just talk about that one sometime. We will. I mean, look, we've got, you know, almost half an hour here. We usually try to keep these around. I know. I know. There's so much. This is a really big, a much bigger topic than I think. I understood at the beginning, but hopefully we've kind of put something in people's ear. Maybe they can do some self exploration and find some. Yeah. To you know, and, and, and they them. can reach you here at, at heathercarterwrites.com. Let's look at your information, but also, you know, I'm sure you've got a way to be reached. And if there's some folks that want to kick around some ideas mm-hmm. or, Hey, can we talk a little bit more about that? I'm sure and I'm the same way at, at uh, Instagram is above the chatter, Bruce Pulver and Facebook above the chatter, Bruce Pulver. Or above the chatter, our words matter is my website.com. Um, just reach out because this is a conversation between two two friends, two folks who really appreciate the power of a word, the power of a message. But it's really intended for folks that that hear this, and we want to make an impact, and we're we're available. So um, yep. let's wrap it up at that, Heather. Love, I loved having a word with you today. Yep. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye, Thanks. everyone. Bye, bye.